Hi, welcome to the Gateway Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm RP. And this is a podcast where a veteran like me introduces the world of gaming to a noob. Like me. Hello, hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Not that much. Is this episode nine? Yeah, which is... Obviously, it's a little different if our uh, our audio sounds a little bit different because we're doing this via Zoom. Yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, we are doing our first non-in-person recording ever for yeah, life, this podcast. Life just gets in the way. As much as we planned it, it just... My it's son busy. got sick over the weekend, and you're busy with your wedding stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't which, work out. Which it was a hectic, very hectic week, so it's nice to guess, start the week off uh get together with you virtually yeah um so i mean the biggest difference will be this is not a game i can pull out and reveal on you this is uh we're gonna be covering one of the villainous expansions and it works because we both own it <laughs> so <laughs> yes. i have my box out you have yours and i got it right in front of me <laughs> uh which this is a, an awesome situation where i thank god i had that itch Mm-hmm. to buy literally every villainous that exists so we can there's a benefit that we can do this yeah you're ahead of me now because you have the loki expansion that just came out for the marvel yeah so i do have it i have not played it yet which is very surprising i know it's been a very crazy week <laughs> that i can't even get you know 20 minutes to sit down and play at least one round uh, with my board game guild solo rules yeah yeah well it's wedding just, stuff <laughs> yeah it's wedding it's life it's just everything you know like i said yeah and that crazy work week so at the end of the day i don't feel like breaking out a game that i gotta read a bunch because you, you gotta learn the new characters mm-hmm. so um it's easier if i want to play just to play with an old one but i'm really excited because i mean we put you posted on our social my pictures of the of the game and some of those cards for loki were really cool um, yeah so i am really excited to to get down so you guys will hear about it first obviously when i do eventually get to to play it hopefully later this week yeah yeah i'm excited it's loki's cool obviously because of the loki show finishing up mm-hmm. it looks like a lot of uh different multiverse versions of him which is really cool looking i didn't look at anyone else yet so i'm, I'm i want to be surprised a bit yeah 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 i'm i want to too um there there is that cool aspect of the shared deck too Uh with uh with the marvel side of villainous um but yeah uh, like this opens up the doorways to have a bunch of cool cards by using the multiverse Uh just like it opens up a bunch of cool aspects for the mcu uh which we're we're still waiting for that damn spider-man trailer um maybe tomorrow as of today what august 8th 9th no 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 way home trailer <laughs> no way trailer no way we're getting a trailer but there's rumor that tomorrow maybe tomorrow you? all right audience <laughs> i'll be at work and i'll feel my phone buzz and it's usually at the same time every day and i go this is gonna be some spider-man nonsense and it literally is <laughs> rp with like yeah i heard a rumor trailer is coming out tomorrow it's been three weeks <laughs> You have been telling me this every day. I've been doing this since June to myself. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I was like this way because I was really, really excited for the Eternals. And then I, we got our first glimpse of the Eternals. So I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm satisfied until trailer two drops until the movie comes out. Like, <laughs> I'm fine. And then 
just all this stuff has been coming out about Spider-Man. So I'm like, well, not coming out, but like leaked and, and theories. And, and I know just as a fan, what, what mm-hmm. I'm going to expect. So I'm really excited. And I'm like, I expected this trailer to drop in June because mm-hmm. the, the standard uh, is like six months before a movie comes out. And we're at four before mm-hmm. this movie. And obviously there's possible delays and stuff. So I heard that, that that is the rumor of why they haven't started to use any of their marketing budget, but it's so funny. Like theaters are putting up fake posters of the movie, like fan-made posters yeah, just to try and promote them. it for the theaters. So I thought they would like throw them a bone and like after that, but tomorrow is like Spider-Man's birthday or something or it's the fr- <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's the room. Like that's every the rumor. excuse, every excuse. It, it was Spider-Man week last week. Nothing. We got a Which, Venom trailer. Yeah. Like, okay. That's also why I think we may get it because it's been a week since the Venom trailer. So you give it the week. And then, but then there's like, there's just like a bunch of different things, man. There's like, what if is, is Wednesday. So maybe they don't want to take away from that. Like I have personally stopped searching on Twitter, the hashtag Spider-Man no way home as much as I was, it was like every 15 minutes. And it was very not productive for my lifestyle, but uh, things get to come out. And I also don't like to know, I don't mm-hmm. like to know spoilers or anything um, where you, I, you've kind of read the, leaked plot of the movie i've read like eight of them at this point <laughs> but that's how crazy the movie is yeah allegedly there's just so many yeah, rumors like, there's there was one that i read and it was obviously like fan fiction but i couldn't stop because this website I, I don't even know i remember which one it was put it up like this was like it leaked and this was like seven months ago <laughs> like there's no way it was even <laughs> close it had venom and blade running around like it Jesus. was it was wild but the one i read the other day i was like all right that's a cool movie like if that's what it is but yeah like, who knows? I, I think part and what i keep telling you and it's funny because you're the only like one who's like somewhat as interested in i <laughs> as i am and like i don't want to give it to our friend shane because i don't want to potentially spoil anything for him but me and you have been talking about this movie mm-hmm. for a while and I, the biggest thing for me is I'm just very baffled by the marketing technique of this movie, like four months. And this is a movie that can be potentially as big as like infinity war. Yeah. Um, obviously with the world, the way it is box office, probably not going to be, but the, the hype is there for sure. But who knows, maybe they will bring blade in and have yeah. him fight Morbius. Who, who the hell knows? Yeah. Why not go, go all in at this point. But that's that's my life every every day. I'm on Twitter, so maybe tomorrow we'll we'll get the teaser yeah. and then I'll calm down, <laughs> and then be on the lookout for Strange Two. Just no, hoping no delays. Hoping more no nonsense. <laughs> so I do have bad news for you. Oh no! What is and it? So I got together with my friends. We played games without you. All right, guys. Uh, thank <laughs> you for listening. Remember to rate, like, and subscribe. <laughs> what um, games you play? Games we've you got play? a we've got games of Magic in. Who'd you play with? At the shop. You dirty dog. Where'd yep, you go? Yep. Last weekend. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. So uh shout out to Capes and Cows, Comics and Collectibles, correct? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. Shout them out on the gram. Um Yeah, Magic Fever's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to use your new your new I cards did. that you've been so, flashing so on the, the Instagram? New, yeah, the new Dungeons Dragon set they got me. Cause uh my history of magic, I I I dabbled for a couple of years. Like I got in and I got hooked immediately. Um, and then I just gave literally all my cards to my sister. And I was like, I'm done. Like I had to literally like 
just cold <laughs> turkey just gave them all away and i'm like i'm done i can't like it's just it gets too much because it's a never ending cycle it's like uh, you're never satisfied right no nope yep so and then uh the new set we talked about with dungeons dragons crossover mm-hmm. i was like this is it like i just think it's a cool set like i like the theme i like everything and i'm like this is it like i'm just gonna buy this set and kind of be done with it and i i think i can because i don't care about like the lore oh, yeah no you're giving me that face but yeah. <laughs> i think i could be done with this set um, or aren't they coming out with lord of the rings ones down the road like that's the idea and then that's uh i'll dabble in as well like obviously but this set i'm just like i'm gonna collect all dungeon dragons ones and i think that's i don't think they're doing more after this like i think it's just like a contained storyline for them kind of and it's at least for now i mean hey who knows if it if the sales are good maybe very beneficial to bring it back and then next thing you know you're buying cards left and right yeah i can't do that i'm a kid (laughs) but so how'd you how'd you do I did awful, like always. Like I, <laughs> I almost said, well, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's the problem I kind of had with what we talked about Pokemon, where like people that know the game, yeah. like know the game. So they'll do some like really weird, like powerful cycling and meta stuff that I'm just like, well, how would you even think of that? And I had fun. <laughs> I still had fun. Good. I don't care. I'm not Good. a person that like loses and it's like, oh, yeah, I like making my, I like make my little deck and I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. And they got trounced, and I'm like, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the new set's great. Like, I really, if you play Magic or have thought about Magic or you like Dungeons Dragons and thought about playing Magic, like, this is the set. Like, it just, it does really cool stuff. You use dice, some are on D20s for stuff. Like, certain things, like some of the cards, like, I almost have like a story. It'll be like, you come across like a band of marauders, and it, it'll give you like two options. It could be like flee, and if you flee, uh, has a different effect with your deck it'll be like draw two cards or you can attack and that's like play a monster from your hand so like it gives you a lot of options which magic has like a, a bunch of options but just having like multiple options with your card is like a cool effect and then rolling dice is fun because it's just so random it'll be like oh roll a d20 and mm-hmm. if you get one through ten like this happens if you get one through nine or 11 through 19 this happens if you get 20 like this happens so it's just you don't know what the, it's going to happen. It's just, right. it's the exciting. Yeah, it's the unpredictability of the game. Yeah, yeah uh, magic you... is magic. Something's we're going to play. I want to introduce to you in a more controlled <laughs> environment. <laughs> I'm not going to make you buy a bunch of packs or I've, anything I've, giant. I really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> and so we'll produce our Audra. Uh, she's giving me the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's fine. Uh, you also went and played with people who play every week, every every Other chance day. they get they breathe yeah, yeah. there's mm-hmm. people that live and breathe yeah every card games every time i go and see our buddy at capes and cows he's always working on his deck mm-hmm. he's just sitting there working on his deck and uh, as we've kind of gotten more into this and as you've started to show me a little bit of things i'm starting to understand it a little bit better um and just know how kind of addictive it is and mm-hmm. like just a lot of fun for a lot of people uh, so I, i'm definitely really excited to to get into that yeah magic is we'll get into it we definitely will well it's gonna be a whole episode because it's it's truly one of those games people call it the perfect game like it's they say it's the perfect like best game ever made and i it's hard to argue it's been around for it has to be 30 years at this point i just you know right now that title is sitting with a game i like to call villainous (laughs) (laughs) villainous <laughs> <laughs> prospero hall there <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, just uh, that was awesome that you got to go and, and play, you know, uh, in person with our friends. Yeah, it was the first time I've been there in a while. I mean, yeah. just because everything being so crazy and I moved far from the shop, but it it was weird, like kind of going back and being like, oh, like here I am, like it's yeah. been a year and a half, like almost two years. Yeah, it's crazy, but it was good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good, to, and, and hopefully you get to go again. And who knows, maybe we'll even have yeah. our own little tournament drag, one day drag you along <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so that like i said that was awesome you had to go um in person uh and as we record here today it's just been it's been a weird year and hopefully this doesn't become the normal again but zoom has a really changed the way that we're able to podcast um we're able just to get together and see each other mm-hmm. um i remember with previously recorded i did my first ever crossover about you know, six months into hosting. And I did it with a Harry Potter and the half drunk podcast who I've kept in communication with. They've been on, like we've, we've talked since. Um, and you should, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you should definitely go check their, their podcast out there. One of the, probably the best Harry Potter podcast out there that I've, I've heard. Um, they do a lot of really cool, unique things uh, within uh, the franchise. Uh-huh. But the first time I recorded with them, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And so I ended up finding this thing called Zencaster. And we recorded an episode without even looking at each other. It was just straight audio. It was basically uh-huh. a phone call. And it was very weird because uh, you couldn't take cues from each other. Um, so then, obviously, when the pandemic rolled around and everybody started doing a Zoom, yeah, it Zoom, allowed... Zoom was king, man. Who came yeah. out nowhere? Yeah, we were doing our Saturday night get-togethers on uh-huh. Zoom, playing... Uh, games like Jackbox and stuff, but it's also allowed me to. Uh, we did previously record it for like nine straight weeks. Uh, we put out episodes of just doing Zoom with each other, and that was our get together yeah. uh, for the week. And that was when you were first on uh, that show, and that I did uh, another episode with uh, the HP Half Drunk podcast, and I could actually see them this time. So it's just been like something that was never really at the forefront of people's minds, and now it always mm-hmm. is because yeah, was, we've I talked was... to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nope. I was just, I was just saying. Uh, that that goes to show the cues of <laughs> if yeah, we were in a no, room, it would be a lot different. <laughs> yeah, be, exactly. It would be a lot different, a lot easier. I was just saying this just kind of goes to show you how in the forefront of everybody's mind uh, Zoom is now. And we've even said, you know, for episodes like this one, for example, where we can't get together. And fortunately, this is the first one uh, as we've been doing it for like four or five months. But it's just really been beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was teaching like through zoom like as crazy as that crazy. is like trying to get a, a classroom of preschoolers to sit in front of a computer and be organized i did it for i mean what five months i think like that's i have no idea how you uh, did that but yeah like they were just uh, they were like all right you're teaching on zoom and i was like what is zoom <laughs> like i literally <laughs> had to take a crash course yes yeah, it's skype like I know yeah. Skype is I've, on I've Zoom. heard of Skype. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've never used it. Yeah. And all, of a, all of a sudden I'm doing whole lessons on Zoom and I'm like, uh, hey kids, I'll mute for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and you you teach youngerish kids. Mm-hmm. It's just I just God bless you. That's just all I'll say. It's God bless you. <laughs> yeah, but it is like the technology. Like we can, like we this weekend we kind of get together and we were just like, oh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And I'm like, you know what? Let's just do a Zoom episode. I just because mm-hmm. I don't want to be missing weeks. I don't want the audience to forget about us. I don't. Want... No, we want to be in your ears every chance we get. Every other Friday, yeah. 
Uh, we are professionals. Yeah, we exactly. Stay on track. But pro- professionals we can be. <laughs> yeah, so like there's it's crazy too that like we could take a game and end up playing it virtually too. Like a big thing during the pandemic, I think for a lot of people was uh, Jackbox. Mm. Jackbox is huge. They they made bank. Mm-hmm. So I had known about Jackbox prior to the start of the pandemic because producer Audrey's family is a big they they have like a bunch of them Mm -hmm. um and that's a really big family game that they play together uh so when it rolled around i was like oh this is a perfect game um to to play what was your familiarity with it did you know what it was at all i knew uh it wasn't called jackbox like uh or was it like jack you don't know jack Mm. Mm -hmm. like the trivia aspect because i had an ex that like loved that game so like like any chance you get on like the playstation 4 we would play all the versions of that. So I was yeah. aware of that, but not of these Jackboxes. Yeah, they're cool, man. Um, they're great. They are yeah. fantastic. Like there's one that my personal favorite is Quiplash where, you know, they ask you they ask you like a prompt and you have to write in typically a funny response. There's quiz ones. There's other, there's a, there's like seven different versions of this game yeah. and each one has like five mini games in it. Uh, there's a joke boat one that's fun. Um, and we've even played together, but not together. Like you'll be with your family playing and you'll text me the, mm-hmm. the, the code to join in and, and vice versa. So you're always that yeah, rogue character. I ended up buying it for the switch cause I have it oh, on steam for the computer and we went away, uh, to Delaware and I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to buy one of the Jackboxes. Uh, you put it on the switch on the TV, and you just play off your phone. So that's the thing. If you never played Jackbox, um, there's eight packs, I believe, at this point. Like, there's eight different packs of five games. I don't know what box is the best. It really depends on your own yeah. personal preference. And then there there are three games you could buy piecemeal, like, by themselves. Like, Drawful, I think, the one that you mentioned, I think, is one of them. Hmm. Um, and how it works is... Uh, the game will play off the website. Yeah, yeah. It you... connects to their Jackbox website, and then you pull out your phone. It'll show a code on the screen of like my Switch, which is on the TV. It'll be like X2ZN. So everyone has to take out their phone, go on Jackbox.tv, type in that code, and they're in the game. Whoever puts in that code. So what's cool about that is uh, there's a lot of Twitch streamers that will play Jackbox. Oh, that is cool. On Twitch, because there's some of the games, like some of the trivia games, you can have 99 players. Um, there's some oh, games where you could be an audience member, where you can still contribute, even if you're not getting points. Um, so I think that's really neat. Like, I think that's a really cool aspect of the game. And like you said, like I was, I would just be like, hey, here's the Jackbox code. <laughs> you couldn't always see what was happening, but you could still vote. <laughs> and my family's like, who is this? Like, what's happening? Like, it's just a random person voting on like our answers um the one of my favorites is called drawful which we played that's the the owl one like the owl's the picture you'll get you'll get a prompt on your your phone it'll be like draw and it's always something weird it was like i think mine was like pop-up ads when i played it recently so on my phone it says pop-up ads and you have to draw it on the screen using like your finger but there's no like backspace there's no erase so if you kind of mess up you have to like kind of edit it the best you can so you'll have like two minutes or something and then it all goes in and then on the tv 
it'll just show the drawing and everyone has to write in what they think it is. Yeah, that and one. Then all those, and then all those answers get shown on TV and then everyone kind of picks what they think is the right one. I've actually never played that one. Uh, I just had to Google what it was. Oh, we didn't play that one? No, I don't think we did. Mm. Uh, it looks familiar. Uh, but the one I was thinking of was the one where, uh, like, the, you the started drawing the T-shirts and the you started TKO, drawing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You started drawing and then somebody else finishes it. That that one's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. TKO um, is a long one, but that is a fun one. That one, like, you're like T-shirt, like, advertisement kind of people. Mm -hmm. So everyone just draws like a random picture you draw whatever you want and then it'll give you like a minute to write any phrase sentence you want so you can write in as much as you want depending on the audience that you have or the group <laughs> it can get pretty crazy pretty vulgar um and then it'll it'll randomly send everyone a picture of anything that was drawn and then a few captions and then you could scroll what picture to what captions it shows mm -hmm. on the tv you vote like it's it's it's, a, it's a fun. Of, it is really a lot. I of fun. I do like that one. The only thing I don't like about it is is how long it takes. And yeah. I think I just like it with with that sort of game. I am a little impatient. Mm -hmm. But also, once you know you have something funny and you got to wait, that's also like that anticipation of like waiting for your joke yes. to get there. Yep. Uh, my favorite one was is Quiplash, as I mentioned, where they ask a question and you got to put in like a funny response. And then you get to do, I think, three of them. Yeah, it's There's like a fill in, the, fill in the blank, right? Kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, basically a fill in the blank. And then you'll go up against another one. Mm -hmm. And then you just vote on which one you think is funnier. Uh, I mean, obviously, if it's yours is chosen, you don't, you don't have a say, but the audience does. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, that's always a fun one to be a part of if you're not, especially if you're not in the room. Because you really don't, you can slightly read them on your phone, but you can't mm -hmm. fully read them on your phone. Uh, but yeah, that was a, that's a good one too. A really fun one too. I don't think you played with us. It's a monster dating game. I, I have no idea. So, <laughs> so it's 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 basically like if the audience knows if you're gamers, it's like werewolf. Okay. Where you're a monster that has like a certain power and a certain like goal objective, but no one else knows what your goal objective is. And you basically like DM on each other's phones. So you pick one person to DM and you can like flirt with them or be like, hey, like <laughs> on, cause it goes by rounds but like round one, uh, let's get together. And then at the end of the round, like it'll kind of, it'll give you the option of who you want to link up with or like go on a date with. And if you both connect, you both get like a point or something. <laughs> if you get rejected, like I'll be like, hey RP, like pick to go on a date with me. And then you're like, yeah, sure. So you pick me, but I don't pick you. Oh, like you'll lose a point or something. But there's certain. <laughs> what's fun about that is there's certain monsters that you want to get rejected, or there's certain monsters where like if you date the most people, you get a point, extra points. If you like, it's hard to explain. But so then at the end of each round, a monster's revealed. So like people know your power or know what your monster is. Wait, we did play this one. Is it like yeah. a is it like a wall and it kind of looks like a haunted mansion? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. We did play that. I want us. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. Like I like that hidden role aspect of it. Yes. Of like, like um, the ones like mommy dearest. Like you have to get rejected yep. by the most people and like. It's the uh, it's like the secret Hitler of things. Like you yeah. want to be that 
that secret thing or you want to be mm-hmm. the wild card it, it's fun it, it, especially in a and it's easier to be in the virtual element uh with a game like that yeah because you literally like dming you're sliding into other people's dms <laughs> so like you'll you'll be like looking at your screen but then you see in like the bubbles of zoom like you'll send it and you'll like look and wait because <laughs> you can type whatever you want be like hey girl I like your style and i'll be like what <laughs> uh yeah that one that, that one was fun for sure yeah so if you're a gamer like i jackbox yeah it's they're, fu- they're fun like they are they're not typical like board games but they have aspects of it there are other mm-hmm. games uh like like there's a snake oil type one where you have to like make something and then you have to hype it up to the group so if you have a, a group that likes talking more than being on their phone like this person will be talking and trying to sell their item and then you use the phone to like vote for your item or how much you want to bid for that item um so depending on like the group that you're playing with there's different game types if you're a much more quieter group there are those trivia type of games. games yeah there's a lot of trivia games awesome trivia games mm-hmm. yeah there was the one that we played was uh, murder party yep yeah that's uh, a great one which that one's cool so like if you two like if you don't get it right and like you and another person there you go down into a mini game Mm-hmm. And then whoever loses the mini game between the two of you gets an X, and I think a three, two or three X's, like you're technically out of the game. No, you die. You're dead. Oh, immediately. you die. Yeah, you yeah. die. And um, you're out of the game until the end, kind of. Yeah, and then at the end you start. It's you, like a race to the finish. Yeah. You uh, come back to life. Like yeah. if you're dead, you get certain options that the living people don't have, so you can get an advantage. Kind of. Mm-hmm. That is a cool one because that one, it's extremely like random. The it's the most obscure quiz mm-hmm. ever. It'll be like in 1902, like and who then, did this to this? And you're like, what? <laughs> and then the next question will be like, in Frozen, what did Elsa yeah. sing about? Like it is, it's very obs- obscure. And it is cool because the mini games are like super fun. Like mm-hmm. where to, and they're they're random as well. Where the ones just like there's a bunch of chalices at the bottom, and everyone else's who's who won picks which one to poison. And the people that lost have to pick one of the cups. And if it's poisoned, you die. <laughs> like, if you don't pick a poison one, you're fine. Another one is, like, a math one, which, yep. embarrassingly, I am awful at math. And the worst <laughs> part about that one is everyone else can see you answering. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So yep. I went up against my wife's brother, who's an accountant. <laughs> Obviously a mathematician. And it's not like these are like impossible math questions. Like, what is twenty-eight times thirty-seven? It's like, what is eight plus two? Yeah. But you're, it's we like we talked about before. When you're in a hot seat, you're yeah, like, yeah, you oh. have to, <laughs> and and don't you have to answer like the most you can, the most you can, correctly. as quick as you can, yeah. yeah. And it like it's t- it's going tick tick tick, and I feel like you get a wrong answer, it goes like, Burr. so it's <laughs> all these noises and yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It is. There's it's a. It has a party board game element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess, yeah, like some other types of like Secret Hitler, Werewolf, uh, a bunch of different vibes that I guess, you know, before the pandemic, a lot of people didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're always on sale. Always mm-hmm. on Steam. Yeah. They're always on sale on you can get on a PlayStation, you can get on a Switch. I think the Switch is a great one because it's a portable system. So you can yep. bring it to other people's house like I. I like look up Jackbox, do your research, which one you want to buy because it's five games in each box and they are wildly different. Mm-hmm. But there, there's at least two on each one that's good. 
I'm also kind of surprised it's not like offered on, it's not like an app on a fire stick or something. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I never looked into it. So yeah, it could be for all we yeah. know. Yeah. Um, like I said, once I saw it was a switch, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's just something I could bring over. And, and hopefully we don't have to go back to that, um, that level of Saturday night hanging out. I think stay, yeah. stay <laughs> good, but it was, it was a really nice and easy yeah. way to, to stay connected during a time where we felt really disconnected mm-hmm. um it was a it was it was nice because you're like you know friday or saturday night you know you know we were i was seeing yeah. you know 12 friends in a on a computer screen and we were getting ready to play some games so it was fun and it was it was good to, to drink and be at home <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true i mean every every time we played we we were all drinking yeah uh, got, so it was fun mixing got... and matching like you know we were in one zoom and then Bob was bringing our friend, Bob, who was on the show would bring in some of his random friends. And mm-hmm. I guess we got to meet new people. Um, yeah. And it was just, a, I guess just like everything else, it was just really strange time. Well then uh, Christine, you're like, Oh, this is my friend, Chrissy. And I oh, yeah. went to with her. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I know her. <laughs> so reconnecting with people. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time for America's favorite segment, right? Tell me what it is back of the box all right so we are playing today villainous wicket to the core uh the first expansion uh from prospero hall and ravensburger uh and it says which villain are you take on the role of a disney villain and strive to achieve your own devious objective discover your unique abilities while dealing twist of fate to your opponents who will triumph in this epic contest of sinister power it's a question mark uh, I read it kind of like a statement. <laughs> uh, but I Who think will triumph in your epic contest of sinister power? I am Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, um, I think it's basically the same description, just a little bit shorter as the first box. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is also what's called an expandalone, right? Yep. Yep. Because it is a standalone game, or you can mix it with the other uh villains mm-hmm. um, yeah so we we covered disney villainous on episode three and you get to hear probably one of the most embarrassing screeches yeah um of my life when brian or pulled it out <laughs> ah! <laughs> um so if i mean this is a standalone game but it is can be mixed with the other one so if you're curious about disney villainous go back to that episode episode three mm-hmm. titled disney villainous yeah. um we'll go more into the mechanics of the game in that episode this game we'll just kind of talk about who's in the game what their goals are we'll go into basic mechanics but it's not going to be as yeah. in-depth as that episode was i think even in that episode we just plug the uh youtube the official youtube rules mm-hmm. for them uh for so if you know we get confused about what we're saying here or in that episode you can go check it out there yeah literally on the back of the box it plugs the gameplay ravensburger.com slash disney villainous game so um that's another good thing about the internet is more visual learners like me can just watch videos i don't i barely read instruction manuals at this point uh i still do kind of like as like a completist person Mm -hmm. like just want to make sure i don't miss anything Um, especially when i play this i read now as i've played too many times i kind of get the point but i'll still read it once um, these little fancy booklets that we talked oh, the about. The books come with the great. We talked about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about which villains come in this this box? Yeah, absolutely. 
So the first one uh, that's fe- featured on the cover of the box is the Evil Queen from Snow White. That's the title. Why it's the title is Wicked to the Core, obviously because of the apple. Mm-hmm. So the last time we played this, which was actually the last time we hung out, and one of the main reasons why we picked this one to start with, um, we actually didn't play with her. But I have played with her since. Uh, and she is kind of easy, per mm-hmm. se. Um, I think she's a medium weight of these three in this box, for sure. Yes. I would say uh, the next villain was is Dr. Facilier from Princess yeah. and the Frog. Uh, I typically always choose to play as him when I play solo with this box. Uh, he is very unique, but he is confusing mm-hmm. uh if you know he is definitely a villain that the three times i think we've played this box together i and i've been him i've won because if immediately yeah you've the games never ends so quick yeah the except first time, you're him for some reason it's because if you're not if you one don't know his objective like exactly mm-hmm. how he can win the game it's very just like okay i just gotta wait till i get these cards uh and then you start the plan in my head and Mm-hmm. you're you know you're focused on your objective just like normal but it's just a very different uh objective which we'll get to yeah what his is but it's sneaky it's very sneaky mm-hmm. quick uh and then the third villain is hades um from this is awesome Hercules. love him one of my one of my favorite villains oh he's the best he's great. yeah he's top five villain disney villain for sure mm-hmm. so for anyone who is either too lazy or doesn't want to listen to the other episode (laughs) um the basic game of the goal is you're the villain and you each character has their own objective which is a really cool aspect of this game so each character has their own win goal so when we talk about facilier and the game ending and not knowing his rule set is because his is a lot different than hades because it's going by the movie so facilier what is it needs to control the locket so he needs to control the talisman and successfully rule new orleans you need to have two cards and you need to play one of them from your second discard pile Mm -hmm. it's a special discard pile for his yeah and that's the cool thing about this game is each character feels ridiculously different and individual this is not a copy paste hades is just like gaston or cruella like you play each of these characters and they are wildly different they have different power sets they have different uh cards that affect them um so evil queen is defeat snow white sounds easy but she has a different completely different card set where she makes like potions Mm mm-hmm so she actually has four cards um, that you need to be able to play. Uh, they, they're called four ingredient cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Scream of Fright, Old Hag's Cackle, Mummy Dust, and Black of Night, as said in the, in the movie when she's making the spell to change her old and poison mm-hmm. the apple. Um, that will remove the lock token, her board. On the cottage, is, right? Yep, which is on the yeah. dwarf's cottage. So this one uh brian i don't know if you want to talk about a little bit how uh the lock mechanic because uh, we we did touch on it a little bit Mm -hmm. because ursula had the lock mechanic um on hers so this is another cool thing where it's it's very thematic and that's the one thing about this game that we talked about before it bleeds theme this game (laughs) you are playing the character like it's you're playing the movie so 
uh, the dwarves' cottage is locked because you can't go there. Like, I don't remember why she couldn't in the movie. She just didn't want to go there as the queen and be obvious that she was trying to kill Snow White. So you have to, like, get these ingredients to disguise yourself as the old hag because that's what she did in the movie. She disguised herself as the old hag. Gave her the apple spoiler. I know this movie's been out for 80 years, but if you've never seen it, <laughs> she... <laughs> She makes an apple that's poisoned and gives it to Snow White as this old hag. So that's why you're building up this card set of potions to turn in this hag. You make a poison apple. You yep. That cottage unlocks. You can go there to kill Snow White. So one of the other cool things about her board is that instead of uh, a fate or a, uh, a attack... Um, vanquish. A vanquish. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, a vanquish. I you played this game. I t- dude i know uh instead of a vanquish action she has uh what looks like a lab vial and it's mm-hmm. a poison so you actually turn your tokens into poison and that is the way you're able to defeat your enemies um and not like an action with an ally so mm-hmm. she doesn't really have many allies i think she only has what the crow and then the huntsman that's it mm-hmm. the huntsman yeah. uh so on top of focusing on getting these four cards and playing the the tokens to be able to play them you also have to keep in mind you need tokens to be able to turn them into poison to Mm -hmm. be able to eventually defeat snow white and snow white gets played from your fate pile immediately when she's pulled she goes right to the dwarf's cottage Cottage. yeah and then you can start your chance at victory i suppose yeah so again the fate deck is uh individual to every character so everyone from the fate deck is uh, enemies to her. So it's the seven dwarves. It's Snow White. It's the prince. And they get to play on her board to kind of detract her. They all have individual powers. I kind of slow her down, um, which, again, is very cool thematic. Like every oh, we talked about the last episode, the artwork is beautiful. It looks painted. It's not stills from the movie. Um, and just it's just very cool to be like, Oh, I'm going to play dopey. <laughs> and yeah. Dopey does some wild stuff to like slow you down. And uh, normally with other characters we talk about, you have allies that attack, but obviously from that movie, she didn't have a lot of allies. So you just like, we that had the huntsman. That was kind of it. So like RP kind of saying her individual kind of thing is making these potions that she can throw at <laughs> these at dopey, I guess, <laughs> to melt them or something. Yeah, and as one of this is Snow White is actually one of my favorite Disney movies. Like being able to see some of the artwork on these uh, cards and on the on the boards is just really, uh, really, really cool. And it's it's crazy that it's the first Disney movie and it's still super prevalent. Like Snow White is a very, especially the the witch and the apple are still very incredibly uh, iconic. Iconic. So yeah. I'm not really surprised that this was the first expansion either and she's the main main villain for this uh, expansion yeah it was a good idea to put her kind of front and center on the cover she is a popular disney villain now that disney villains are becoming pretty popular i mean you see a lot of them lately they're becoming more popular than the some than the princesses honestly Mm -hmm. um in a lot of cases which is why we're seeing movies like cruella and maleficent and Mm. all that jazz uh, her back of her her deck is also very cool. Yeah, um, we talked about it before. The, I mean, everything if you we kind of said before, if you're a gamer and you're on a fence with this one 
check it out. I mean, just the production, fantastic. The artwork, the nothing feels cheap. Um, I think the MSRP on this is only 25 bucks, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. Like if you just want to try it, just grab one of these you standalone can... three packs, but they're usually cheaper. I mean, yeah, right now um, I was actually just in Target uh, when I was picking up the Loki one and the scar expansion was sitting on the 60% off shelf. And I think yep. it's only $15 on Target's website. Hmm. So you can go check that out if you, if you want, that's the second expansion, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so evil queen really cool um i love the purple aesthetic to her as well one of my mm-hmm. favorite colors um and it just it looks it looks just so pretty like on on the on the t- on the game table like it looks mm-hmm. beautiful like it really does um i can't say i really cannot say enough about these games i just can't <laughs> that's why we we had to do the expansions i was like <laughs> ah let's do this and he was like oh disney expansion we could do villainous i was yeah. like well we could do this disney villainous expansion yeah and you, i promise you wore me down i promise the <laughs> listeners we have had a lot of disney um action lately it will not always be this way but we did promise you ip and this yeah. is this is ip mm-hmm. uh all right do you want to get into our next a uh, villain that uh, I played as when we played last. Yeah, absolutely. We already kind of touched on him. It's mm-hmm. your boy. Dr. Facilier. Yeah. So uh, from Princess and the Frog, which was a movie I only seen uh, recently. Mm-hmm. He's a super cool villain. If you haven't seen the, the movie. And it's um, also a really good movie. It I is. saw that in theaters. I was, a, I love that movie. Like I, like, I think it was the beginning of the modern like really good disney movies it was their last hand drawn one too I yes i think and they did there was a reason why they did that um they did it intentionally to uh bring about more representation in their their disney princesses mm. which i thought was really cool uh that they were able also i, I just appreciate hand-drawn mm-hmm. cartoons so it was it was cool to see um so the one key aspect of facilier is his fortune pile or as i called it kind of like a discard pile Mm-hmm. so he is a little bit more complicated so to win the game you have to control the talisman card which is an item card and then you also have to play a card called rule new orleans or new orleans however you new orleans, new orleans. so the rule new orleans card is you play it for three and all you do is you put it into the fortune pile uh which the fortune pile is a little pile to the side you can mm-hmm. you have some cards that you can put in there some cards can't be played out of there but basically uh you have to once you control the talisman card uh it says if you play there's cards that you have that you can play i think two cards from your fortune pile so okay. that's why when we play uh you can put a little bit more in there but i try to keep it to two or three cards mm-hmm. because this one card um in the deck the cards will tell mm-hmm and it allows you, and you have to do the fortune action. So if you pull the rule New Orleans from the deck, it says if you control the talisman, you win the game. If not, return rule New Orleans to the fortune pile. Um, so that's really all you have to do. It's just at first the fortune pile can be a little uh, tricky to kind of understand. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was even like having the Google things being like, oh, you know, are certain can certain cards be played to this? Um, do you have to always like discard to there? Like a bunch of different questions that it's it is all online. Mm-hmm. Um, 
BGG, board game BGG, geek. yeah. Uh, but basically, if you put a card in there, you only have to do his action if it says fortune. And I believe you can only put it in there. Like, that's the part I was confused about. Mm-hmm. Can you put any card in there, or does it have to be one that says fortune on? So that was my uh, main confusion. But there is a lot of cool cards in here. Once again, the art is really cool. Um, does he have allies? What is, I guess, shadow? his shadow people, right? The, the so shadow I'll be honest, people. I don't play with him a lot. Mm-hmm. he's complicated to me it's mm-hmm. it's too complicated for anything i want to figure out like there's yeah. so many other characters that i have that I was like i love facilier but i'm just like do i want to mitigate this many cards like it's just so um i played him once and it was fine like i said it's just i don't remember winning with him but i'm just like it's, it's kind of a drag whenever they do those type of mechanics i don't love them because there's another character uh, i think yzma who has like a really weird deck that i'm just like this is i don't feel like trying to set all this up trying to figure it out because every time i pull this game out i want to play and those type of characters like you said you kind of have to relearn mm-hmm. and it's not that i'm dumb or it's like no, super no, complicated no. but it's no. just like it's easier I just want to, to pull it out yeah exactly it's easier to play and as, as part of my thing behind buying all these versions is making sure that i play them mm-hmm. so i've played as every character now um and he was one that really interests me and did take me like two, two to three times to kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, but it's just like what I said in our first episode where um, this game can be a little overwhelming just because it's a, it's a lot of reading mm-hmm. and you have to read through and then make sure you understand it. I will say though, as playing as him, it's not as hard as Brian's making him seem. I will say. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to no. say he's, you need a math degree or like some, <laughs> but um on the lazier side where i'm just like i don't no. feel like re because there's regular powers and then underneath there's a fortune power and that's mm-hmm. where it goes in your deck or plays from your deck and i'm just like this is too much like yeah I just wanna play. um exactly and if you you know once you get a hang of it it's easy but if mm-hmm. you would rather play somebody else that you possibly like more or just like you said you just want to you don't really care who you are you just want to play the game mm-hmm. uh with some friends yeah i agree he might be a little bit too much but i do enjoy playing as him i wouldn't say he's a favorite he's just i think he's very cool and i think i like the uniqueness and mm-hmm. skill set uh which the next character is a little bit easier to play and this is who you were yeah i think he's the most straightforward hades uh his goal is to just get uh what is it three the- of the titans to mount olympus um so he has some of his allies are these titans if you've seen hercules they are the giant creatures the fire one the ice one the rock one uh the tornado that all walk towards mount olympus at the end of the movie um so how they work is when they come out they start in the underworld and then you have cards that can move them closer to mount olympus um, and then ways that your opponent can stop them are to trap them. A lot of the allies that come out will say trap a Titan and you literally rotate them 90 degrees on their side. And then you have to play cards to untrap them. Uh, a lot of the, the cards in your fate pile will move them back one space, back two spaces, back to like the underworld. And that's kind of it. It's not complicated. It's just bring them out and move them along while trying to slow everyone else down. Exactly. The one really cool thing about one of your cards, there's a uh, mortality potion card that Mm -hmm. allows you to play this on one of your Titans 
use them to beat a hero, and then you just discard that card instead of the Titan. Um, yeah, so we didn't really talk about that too much. One of the things with Vanquish is if RP plays, who's a character, Meg, or Hercules. If he throws Hercules on my side, Hercules does something to slow me down, and I want to get rid of him, normally with your allies, you have to vanquish that person with your cards. So you have allies, you have villains, I don't know what they call heroes, they're called heroes. Um, you have, they each have a number set. The number set has to equal or exceed the heroes to beat them. They cancel each other out and all the cards disappear. So like RP saying, this mortality potion, they're able to attack without getting knocked off the board themselves, which is huge because if you, you want to keep these Titans on the board. So that is like a cool, again, yeah. like it's more hand management. It's cool, like good hand management. It's not one too of much. The, and one of the aspects of the heroes, especially for Hades, like the you pull from your fate pile, mm-hmm. is a lot of their um, like uh, effects per se is that you can't move a titan. So if mm-hmm. you play Hercules to the third spot uh, and you have a titan there, you can't move that titan until Hercules is gone. Heroes typically don't really have that big of an effect uh, on when you move cards, but mm-hmm. it's specific to Hades it really hinders them. Um, so then that's when that mortality card is key. Uh, Cause you can, they're the strength of your Titans is so big uh, mm-hmm. to be able to basically knock out almost any hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I say, he's a really, he's a cool character that I'd like. I like that where it's just like, again, very thematic, just oozes theme where it's just like, these are Titans. You got to go to Mount Olympus, like, kill everyone at Mount Olympus. <laughs> like that is Hades goal um the and it's just like too. the art yep always the art incredible they look like paintings so you have like hades on his chariot all the titans look very cool and imposing like it's just i don't i feel like every episode we have talked about this game <laughs> and just how great it is and it really is and that's my fault uh, because of how each time we were getting together i had a new copy you come over and see the new copy sit on the table uh and be like you got another one and i'd be like yeah and i'll tell you how many times i played it <laughs> so it's, yeah that's it's why just, it always comes up but it is it is it's a game that deserves the praise like it really is like we've covered a couple prospera hall and i think it's you and i just love theme yes. we love when a game feels like you're playing the movie it's not a very like i said in one of the episodes, it's not a tapped on theme. It's not just like Disney villains and you're moving around like Monopoly. Like it's, it just oozes theme. It's I, beautiful. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, I, we, it, I, I'm just a broken record, but it really is. And I think what I really like about it too, it's not like you're going through the motions of what happens in the movie. You just have to kind of do what her, their objective is in the movie. It's not like, mm-hmm. okay, we well get to the third spot and then uh, Hercules shows up and you got to use four cards to beat Hercules. Like, it's not that. Like, it's the unpredictability kind of a magic that you talked about, mm-hmm. where it's all about what comes out of the fake cards and what you draw. And that way, it's it's something different each time. And replayability it goes mm-hmm. into the, this price tag of, of $25 is, I think, kind of an average price of a game that I would agree to buy, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the replayability uh, level of this game it's just 
you can play it so many times i've played as these heroes as these i keep calling them heroes yeah. because they're heroes <laughs> to us <laughs> uh just to replay but i've just played so much as them that uh this the price tag on this game is absolutely worth it um and that's a big part of what we talked about uh i think like two weeks ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we will probably continue to cover these as they come out or when we need a mini episode or uh, one of these episodes because it's uh, just an excuse to get together and we both have them yep, <laughs> that's both that's the biggest excuse we both have a copy i mean again we talked about zoom we we didn't think about it we could have played oh yeah absolutely like i could have had my board in front of me i could have had my my your fate deck i could yep. have had your villain's fate deck on my side and then you could have had your board and then my villain's fate deck like why we might have to do that when we're done yeah <laughs> Like I, I don't know why we didn't think of that. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is a very easy game to play with a group of people via Zoom. It's just mm-hmm. doing it exactly that way. Yeah. The Marvel one would be a lot harder because of the way their fate decks that we'll eventually get to explain. Yeah, this we're gonna one do that is, one for sure. This one is prime time for a Zoom uh, gathering. Yeah, uh, yeah, games. we could have easily played this. Mm-hmm. I would have cheated. <laughs> i'm like i got uh this yeah, guy guess, hercules yeah, with, is getting you again <laughs> playing with you the camera would need to be on your board yeah. the whole time <laughs> just on my lower region the entire time <laughs> uh but that's it that's that is the first expansion to villainous would mm-hmm. you say this is one of your top expansions that you own or do you think there's a better expansion um it's tough to say because I, I we kind of talk about it every time as well there's always a standout character in each box which is the draw there that's the other good thing about them is they'll put like scar in the front because everyone loves scar and then they'll put like kind of two random people in there or like mm-hmm. lesser known yeah um so i mean i love hades too. from this box and that's the thing i could pick every box and be like i love this character i don't like this character so like i love hades i'm fine kind of meh with facilia but i enjoy the evil queen so it's an overall good box like i think $25 perfect price point um for what it is yeah so i would i would say i enjoy this one i think there's there might be one or two i like more and maybe as we cover them it'll spark in me yeah but i each box i'm 100 percent happy i bought yep there's never a character that came out where i'm like oh this is ugh, this is a misstep like each box i'm like wow this is cool cool mechanic like like really good yeah everything it just uh, it- there's just nothing like I, I bought a box and i was like there's a character and then i was like ah, and i was like oh that was actually pretty cool mm-hmm. um yeah so I'm, I'm with you too all the characters in this one are cool uh so yeah i think i think that it does it for the uh, villainous yeah the game talk and now it might be time to kick or kick start it kick or kick start perfect So it's an exciting one because this is coming out this Friday. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like sometimes I have to like map out what Kickstarter gotta... I'm talking about in case because I usually try to do it. So if you're listening and you enjoy it, you can back it. I don't try to do too many that are way done because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're talking about a game, but you can't back it. So <laughs> why would I talk about it? Um, so the first one I'm bringing to the table, something that I'm actually excited about. 
Um, are you familiar with uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender? Not the James Cameron Avatar. Yes, I am the, familiar. Yeah, have you watched it? Like, what's your? Um, I am. I used to watch some of it. I okay. can't. I don't know any of the characters' names. I know the kind of the story of it. Um, okay. But I would. I had a neighbor that liked the show a lot, so I would see some of it from like time to time. Okay. And, yeah. You see the M Night Shyamalan classic. Oh, I heard that's the best movie ever. Um, yeah, it's it's really Poor people Deadpool. look over it. They just it's yeah, so good. Which <laughs> is crazy because that set is still you can still go see that set down at the Navy Yard here in Philadelphia. Oh, really? That's where they filmed oh. it. They filmed. Oh, well, I'm gonna go. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. I'll go <laughs> go film myself. Go reminisce. Doing high kicks at the Avatar set. Is that really still there? The last time I talked to somebody, it was still there. No, that's cool. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, M. Night Shyamalan fills all his movies in Philly or around Philly, like Bucks County. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, his newest I lived one. for a bit. Yeah, I don't think his newest one was because it's on an island. So I don't. Yeah, believe. because of COVID. He had to. Oh, is that really why different. he did Yep. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. That. They all lived in a hotel. They were all like, it's a small cast because of uh, they couldn't expose each other. They literally lived on yeah. set. How about that? That's actually really interesting and actually really smart mm-hmm. uh, on his part. Yeah, learned it from Blank Check, my yep. the podcast listener. Griffin Newman. Yep. Um, so Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, is a really cool show where it's a cartoon on Nickelodeon uh, around like 2002, maybe? I don't know the exact dates, but the story is it's a version of Earth kind of set in like almost like feudal japan kind of like that kind of era and each tribe or nation has these benders that can bend one of the four elements so there's the airbenders the waterbenders firebenders and earthbenders they all kind of live on their continents um and then there's the avatar which is a, a person that could control all four elements which is not common like this is like someone kind of chosen for whatever reason to control four to keep peace between the nations because without this avatar to kind of keep them in check there's gonna be a big war and like one can kind of take over the other um i didn't watch it when it was on i don't know why it just kind of passed over me i watched it recently it was on netflix i loved it mm-hmm. i i don't know how i never watched it before there's a sequel show called Korra, which is set like 70 years later i the show's fantastic it's not long at all like it's I don't know how many episodes altogether, but it's not, it's a quick watch. It's kind of, it follows this boy, Ang, who is the avatar, who was frozen. Like he, he didn't want to be the avatar. He kind of ran away, got lost in a storm and like trapped himself in an air bubble. It got frozen. And then this tribe found him. So there's been no avatar for a hundred years. So the fire nation are kind of like the bad guys. Why of the four elements of fire is the most powerful? I don't know (laughs) because- yeah. I, as when you watch the show the earthbenders are like literally like punching brick and moving <laughs> the earth and you're like how are these guys not in charge like and, and then even the waterbenders like can bloodbend where they can move people like make you move and i'm like wow what yeah i'm like how's the fire the most powerful one because uh, they all do like and you could think like oh you know you know the fire does a ton of damage but so does water so yeah. does like tornadoes so does the earthquakes someone shoots fire at me i'm just building like a wall of rock like I, it's yeah or that was water the one I, putting it out 
I think it's just because fire is so aggressive mm-hmm. normally, so they're the bad guys. It's, yeah. It was every time I watch them, I'm just like, how is this rock nation not just <laughs> roll like bringing their buildings to life? Wait, wait were you just gonna say how is this rock nation not rolling? Yes, how are they not rolling over these people? <laughs> rock and roll, baby. Literally, um, rocking and rolling. And then, like, the Legend of Korra is set, like, seven years later, and she's the new Avatar, because whenever an Avatar dies, someone's born with this power, and they're trained to become the new Avatar. It's so kind of like it, a Green Lantern. Kind yeah, of. yeah, so it follows this girl and, like, her trepidations of being the Avatar, because Any it is relation? such, like, a... No, it's always just a random I like, like that. person born in one of the nations. Like, it's always someone new. Um and maybe but they Star have Wars access. Take take a note from that. Yeah, they have access to like all the previous avatars, like ghostly kind of, so they can like learn from the previous avatars, which is kind of cool. Like, there's there's just a lot of cool elements about the show that they turned into a role playing game, and it's just like cool. a good idea. Like, why not? Like, I won't get it. I'm just there's too many role playing games that I don't play, that I want to add this to the mix. Like, we have Quest of Yore, we have Dungeons Dragons we haven't played yet. Like, there's just so much we haven't done. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person that loves role-playing and you can get a group together, this is definitely something I would do. Um, the goal, they needed $50,000 was their goal. They just started, I think, like, three days ago. They're at $4 million. Wow. Holy yeah. cow. It funded in 16 minutes. Wow. <laughs> yeah what so wow. this is this is a an ip mm-hmm. that people are excited for this is something that this is a very people love the avatar ip mm-hmm. um not the blue people that like the one we're talking about here yeah. um it, it's still like i said it's a show that ended a little bit ago and then netflix or whatever announced that they were doing like four or five shows and you know social media went crazy yeah so they're I, doing I think they're trying to do a live action. I haven't heard anything, so I think I, that might have fell through. I think they're actually developing an Avatar studio. Yeah, well, that's Paramount Plus. Okay, there you they go, have Plus. Avatar as well, so I don't know if the Netflix one fell through. So Avatar is coming back in some shape or form, um, and it's right for more stories. Like I said, it's it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's a cool. Um, yeah, so the the buy ins twenty bucks if you want. A, a digital pdf so if you just if you're a person that likes using your ipad the books on there and like we talked about before you don't need much for role playing it's just the book just kind of gives you the rules and like the scenarios and whatnot um if you want the the book itself like the core physical book it's 50 which is standard for one of these type of mm-hmm. role playing books um core book and all the stretch goals which is a kickstarter thing we talked about before uh 75 bucks well worth it there's some cool kickstarter <laughs> promos that they unlocked immediately everything's unlocked like they they destroyed their goal so bad that they I, they have nothing to unlock anymore um there's cool dice there's like a dice bag like there's uh all these there's like five more additional books of like scenarios they added all these non-playable characters and like more lore and background to like the story mm-hmm. um the one thing i think it's cool too is it's not a uh, an action heavy game it's a lot more choices and scenarios because the one oh, thing about cool. avatar is there's not there are bad guys there's obviously bad guys but a lot of them are like conflicted so it's like you don't you don't have to run and start beating the crap out of people like you kind of just 
sometimes just talk to these people and like they're all downtrodden because of fire nation so like there's a lot of like you help people like okay. without fighting or i'm sure if you want to fight run around and just fight you can but question about role playing just kind of okay. like uh, i know we've kind of talked about this it's not like D, but it kind of is um will the book have like the the decisions and questions you have to make or is this like up to per se the dungeon master where they just you know the book will be like there's a conflict here you make the conflict up or is, is it in the book so with these type of kits there's normally like scenarios that are laid out um where it'll be like it'll give you the place the location it'll give you like ideas of like what kind of monsters would encounter if it's D&D. I don't know what you encounter in this, probably like just cabbage salesmen and stuff. Um, so it depends on the role playing type of thing. I think the core book is more how to play, how to roll the dice, how to do stats. Okay. And then the five additional books that were unlocked are more story based because it kind of covers the five eras of the avatar have the avatar so you follow like i think one of them's like the third avatar and then uh all the way to ang and then cora who was the next avatar and i think it just kind of gives you more ideas of how that world is because like i said uh ang's is like feudal japan where cora is more like steampunk 1930s oh. there's cars and like planes and Whoa. stuff okay yeah. my interest in cora instantly just like rose tremendously yeah, That's it's a very really steampunk cool. world yeah and there's metal benders because metal is kind of invented there's benders of metal um yeah so i think with these type of things like i can buy the dungeons and dragons book and it's it's packed with like information of how to play and then there's the uh, there's another book that's just for monsters and their stats and background so you can really flesh out the history and but you don't need that mm-hmm. like if you're if you've been playing D long enough or you're playing a role playing you can literally just write a story and play that's cool using those stats like as long as you know how to, like the dice kind of work but even that it's like i don't want to do that like i you like that's what's cool about role playing games but yeah. that's also what is so uh like overwhelming about these type of games too because it is like that quest of your is just looking at the box and everything that's in it is overwhelming to me and mm-hmm. i like will not touch it until we do it together yeah we need like a weekend like i need to come over friday night mm-hmm. and just like sleep over <laughs> just <laughs> read that book um How about me so that's i mean i think that's a really cool i like that show yeah um i like the ideas like it's like i said it's not just combat it is like more thinking of different ways to handle things than just punching your way out which is always interesting because not everyone is like an aggressive person and also that kind of gets old Mm -hmm. yeah i uh i'm not a fan of avatar per se like i just don't i like it i'm but i'm not like you that interests me Mm -hmm. um and I think it's a really good price point, to be honest, from everything that you're saying and, and what it entails and replayability. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a trusted IP. It's not some random 
Yeah, it's a real company making it. I don't have it all top of my head, and I'm not gonna look it up because it'll take. Yeah, but I'm sure these these are big IPs. Um, It's a it's a big company. It's a it's a great IP. It looks. I mean, all the artwork is the show, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of people behind it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I if you never watch Avatar: Last Airbender, watch it. It's like an American anime. It's kind of called, but it's Mm -hmm. it's a really solid show. Yeah. So kick or kickstart. I I would kickstart it for sure. I'm not going to just because like it, it did what I kind of said. We just have so many we don't play. If I was like 16 and had all the time in the world, mm-hmm. and my friends did role playing, this would be something I'd be interested in for sure. Yep, same here. I I would kickstart it for the sheer fact of how much kind of thought it seems like was put into it, detail, and a trusted IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, in theory. Just like in theory, kickstarted. It's not really up my alley, but what they're trying to do, I'm all for. Like if this was a, a Marvel one or a, maybe a Disney Which is coming Marvel out. One. There's a Marvel one coming out. There is a Marvel one coming out. Yes, yeah, I don't is. know anything about it, but there was a role-playing Marvel. Which again, like I, as much as I love Marvel, I don't know if I would get it. Like I might get the book just to like peruse through because I, I have a lot of... I keep pointing backwards. No one can yeah. see except for you. But... <laughs> I have like a good amount of Dungeons Dragons book and I, I don't get to play a lot, but I just, sometimes I will just crack a book open and just look and read like just the lore that's yeah. in there and the monsters. Like, it's just a cool book to have around. And like, if I ever found this avatar book cheap, like I, I might pick it up just to like, look at it. Like, it's just, they're always cool to like kind of peruse through. Yeah. I'm not a digital reader. I, I would need to, I would prefer the physical. Yeah. Physical copy. for sure. Um, especially just to kind of like display it. Uh, and I'm with you. If honestly, if you don't have the Marvel one, I'm not get. I'm not going to get the Marvel one because yeah. no, I don't have anybody else to play we'll with. We'll never play it. Yeah. No. Um, but but yeah, I'm hope. I'm hoping this is an IP that is becomes popular enough that there's more board games. I would love a miniatures like skirmish game. Yeah. Of like the four nations and like you have a team of firebenders and you fight the waterbenders like i think that would be really cool so i'm hoping that this new interest in the avatar brings out some cool yeah like, games from it like a lot of things we talk about uh, on here that's not a board game but the ip it's it's built for something that could do really well in a mm-hmm. board game environment and clearly the audience is there yeah like it's for funded in 16 minutes it's at four million dollars and that was two hours ago it might be a five at this point that's insane um, if you listen to it, it'll probably be at eight. It has 24 days to go as of now. So by Friday, it'll have what, 19 days or whatever. Yeah, math again. It'll <laughs> it'll still be around. So if you're interested, this is something to check out for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll kick I'll kickstart that. Yeah. Yeah. Not hours? really. Not really. But <laughs> in theory. We endorse it. Yes. Put our stamp of approval on it. Um another really cool one that caught my eye is called i think it's talmore talmore it's a scan and play dungeon crawler um so a dungeon crawler is basically you have a team of heroes um it'll start with one tile and as your characters move you'll lay down more tiles so you don't see how big the map is until you're kind of moving around yeah there's another game i played like that Um, you have the lord of the rings one which we haven't played yet that's similar okay so a dungeon crawler kind of, but on a bigger scale. So this one is um, 
surprisingly not doing great. And I, as I talk about it, we'll probably, you'll probably figure out why it's not as big as it is, but I think it's a cool idea. Um, it's, it needs a goal of $2,300. It's at 26. So it fund it. Okay. Um, but there's only three days to go left. So you might be able to late pledge if you're interested, because sometimes well, even though it ends, you'll still have a couple days to pledge. Um, so what's cool about this one that caught my eye is because dungeon crawlers are a dime a dozen at this point. There's so many they kind of just made. Each map puzzle, each card, each chit, like everything in this game has a QR code. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. So you scan. What do you, what, do you, yeah, explain it. What, how, yeah. How do so, you... so you'll be moving through. Uh, the dungeon tile have a QR code. Pull your phone out, uh, scans a QR code, and it kind of tells you what to put in there. And I think it's randomized. So every time you go in a dungeon, it'll be like, put in this okay. token, okay. put in this monster. That's cool. And then, um, so when you encounter a monster, there's like a token, you put that on that piece of tile. And on your phone is like a dungeon, not Dungeon Dragons, a Final Fantasy type little mini game. Like you ever play Final Fantasy? Like the, where no. your three characters line up on one side and the three line up on the other kind of? No, I never have. Okay, so if anyone knows, like played the old school Nintendo or even like the PlayStation Final Fantasy Seven, like it's a turn-based fighting style where like your characters kind of stand in there and then you attack and then they attack. Just kind of like that type of style, like Pokemon so on, Stadium. Yeah, like Pokemon. Perfect. Like that's another good example. So, on your phone, you'll see the monsters that you scanned. You scan your heroes at the beginning of the game, so it knows who's fighting. When you want to attack, you scan your card, and then it attacks in the game. I already see your face. So why this is a problem? Why is yeah, it just it's, working? It's too much. It's too much. That's it. It's, it's a cool idea, but I, I want to play the board game, not a phone game. Yep, you're on your phone the entire time. Like, yeah. that's, I think the implementation of the randomness is good. Like, I like if you, if it's just the tiles yeah, and it kind of it tells the story, that's fine. Cause that's, that is done. There are integrations that kind of move the story along for you. This is just a smaller scale one. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, that yeah. adds some level of, unpredictability and easier to roll out updates to a game or expansion mm -hmm. uh but yeah i don't want to what the heck's the point of everything playing? yeah like what yeah. the heck's the point and also what if you don't have a smartphone that is capable of that like what mm -hmm. I, I mean i mean it might sound silly but it's true there's people out there that don't have not everybody has a smartphone mm -hmm. um uh yeah i don't yeah it's so a cool concept but, yeah, it caught my eye, and I'm like, all right, that's a cool idea. Until I watched like the video of even them explaining, and you see everyone around the room has their phone, and they're all like, just you're looking at your phone, like the board's there. No, you're I'm, you're on your phone. I'm just like, well, that's kind of the point of a board game is to be mm -hmm. off your phone, thinking and talking with your friends, and just kind of enjoying it. And like I said, at that point, what's the point of the board? Is there any type of like combat on the board? No, oh, not that phone. I can tell. It seems like it's all on the phone. Because like I said, you're even scanning your cards, what to do. It's, I, I The concept is there. It's just too much. Because as soon as I said scan the card, I saw your face immediately. 
that's when you turned on it and that's when i went i was like oh you even got to scan like the little tokens like it's just there's a lot of scanning Mm -hmm. it's a lot of time wasted scanning um you got to be in the right angle too sometimes if you have weird lighting there's a lot Mm -hmm. of like predicts but i'm playing a board game because i want to play a board game i don't Mm want to play an app on my phone um i did go uh at the qr scan because i i'm paying for a board game i kind of want everything to be there um maybe add in the predictability of the qr code Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it but you can um but yeah no yeah and that's that's a big that's a big debate in uh like the board game community i see that a lot where there's certain games that will have app integration and that turns people off immediately so there's certain games like uh mansions of madness where it'll it's almost the same thing without the qr code it'll keep the game moving along you type in what expansions you have you type in like what little packs you have what character you're playing as and it'll move the story along for you kind of which is interesting because it's a randomizer it's kind of cal you could save you could just be like all right we're done especially because that game's long you could be like all right we need to take a break that's um it'll it'll show you where all your pieces where i think like where your story progression is so you can come back there's people just that don't like that like even that little bit amount of technology people are like ah i want to play a game yeah i get that but you don't have to use it right no yeah but there are That's... some games that come out that you do need app integration and that i, I can like see where that need. turns people off yeah yeah i don't like the need but the ability to save your game or keep track that's a great mm-hmm. idea i think that's a great idea but yeah so how much? Uh, the base game's f- like sixty. Nope. Fifty nine. Yeah, that was the other thing. And then, not trying to be negative or poo poo it, but it's just not. There's a lot I, in there, though. I I understand why it's sixty because mm-hmm. you got to take into consideration the development of the app, the way that the app moves, like and works. There are a lot of pieces. Like if you, I don't think you've ever played Dungeon Crawler, but like there are. Yeah, there's a lot of tiles and there's a lot of every like there's a lot to the game. It's not like you're not getting anything. I want to look into it. I'm curious if you could play without the app almost. Because mm-hmm. that's something I didn't look at. If you could play without the app, like everything, it looks just like a generic dungeon crawler. There are better ones. But so sixty dollars for a dungeon crawler is is the price point. Okay. Like that's the sweet spot of these type of games. Okay. Well, the is other... like a, is there a design on the tile, or is it just a QR code? Oh no, it's a dungeon. Oh, that's okay. what I mean. Like it does, it All looks right. like a game. Okay. Yeah. Where I, now that we've talked about it, I will look into whether or not okay. you can play without it. It didn't yeah. jump out at me that you could, so I don't know. But... I would assume not, but uh, you know what happens when they say you assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's a big no i mean even the next up is like 80 dollars. it comes with the kickstarter exclusives they haven't unlocked anything yet because of just their kind of at their goal do you think it's just not no awareness or do you think it's just the product itself um probably a little bit of both actually because for as much as i run our instagram page i see a lot of people peddling their kickstarters and i've seen some really bad ones (laughs) where like the art is bad or like the concept is like what is this but they but they 
they have enough presence that it stands out to me. This, I looking up Kickstarters to talk about. This is the first time I've seen this one. About that. Yeah. So I like being on the Instagram. Like I have a lot of people like can be like, hey, check out our Instagram, like because we have a presence on there now, and like, and I'll see other people like promoting on this one. I haven't seen anything, but I also think it's the same thing that you, who are not a gamer, immediately saw. Mm-hmm the qr code like it's just it's too much like if you want to play on your phone with your friends just come over and play on your phone and what (laughs) we talk yeah exactly and what we talk about a lot on here is the design elements the things the aspect of games of why we love them like villainous for example like we don't want to be on our phone so Mm -hmm. that might just be me and i'm not i mean i've never said how old i am on here but i'm not i'm i'm young like i'm i am 26 Mm -hmm. i am so I'm not like an old fart who's like, no, I don't want to use my phone. Like, it's just. Well, it's it's funny because it's a contrast to what we talked about with Jackbox. Jackbox, yeah. you're on your phone. It's true. <laughs> like, but, but there's you're no more board engaged. Game. There's no board and, game, yeah. too. It's it's a it's a TV game. But that, no, that's a good point. That is a very good point. Mm-hmm. But that is very much you're doing something and then interacting with the rest yeah. of your team and it isn't and, like you just staring at your phone there's exactly. a small round where you interact with your phone and then you're laughing at what's going on but yeah. but i'm just saying like it is a contrast where we're like oh hang around with our friends on the phone but then we're like we love jackbox <laughs> on our phone all the time but it's it's me. different yeah. totally different thing yeah it is totally different but you did get me there well it's just something i thought of i'm like oh i was like <laughs> let's let's not be hypocrites here but if we get together to play board game not that we're not on our phone all well we are on our phone but, but we're, we're not, not just staring at it the whole time yeah so like i'm i'm not kickstarting this one obviously yeah, i unfortunately i would have to kick it but uh i good luck to them if this they is- fund it i mean they they hit their goal there's the people that backed it and want it are gonna get it so i mean it worked out for and i'm happy for that them. made it yeah that's awesome yeah i mean we've talked about kickstarters on here and we haven't gone back and kind of like checked up on them but a lot of the ones that we've kind of talked about and we were negative about and rightly so they didn't fund like i've gone i've always gone back and kind of looked at every kickstarter and uh there's a few that you and i didn't back that yeah and when we fund and when we don't back them we're not you know saying like not you know we don't sound like we find one we like and we pay for it or anything Mm -hmm. it's just you know our stamp quote-unquote stamp yeah uh, we're not trying to poo-poo anything because that could be up somebody else's alley but just yeah. from our perspective it's just not not for me yeah yeah it's a no for me dog it's a no for me dog <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that's kind of it i don't have a super fight okay because the last super fight was so abysmally bad <laughs> that it just it ruined the game for me well we need maybe we need a little break maybe we need to find something new yeah i definitely uh, find something new um i do want to bring up though and this is big news if you're a listener we have a giveaway coming up that's true yeah so our sponsor rescue wicks who is a candle company that gives 20 percent of their proceeds to uh dog shelters so that's something i'm passionate about um our last cat that my wife and i got midge was a older cat and obviously those type of animals don't get adopted as quick as a kitten um, so the company we got her from works with older pets to find them homes, which is something that's really nice. Yeah, I like I like that type of thing. I know you have a personal history with animals. Yeah, we uh, we foster me and uh, producer Audrey. We actually foster 
uh, through a shelter called Almost Home Dog Rescue uh, near us to um, just kind of help uh, puppies, middle-aged dogs, older dogs, just try and find a home. Um, we have saved a couple dogs. We, we haven't found, we're not ready to kind of lock down yet. and get our yeah. own yet, but we want to be able to give these dogs a nice home uh, while they try and find their forever home. Um, and it's a very rewarding experience because we just get to hang out with a dog and we get to, mm-hmm. you know, but it's an incredibly rewarding experience and we fall in love with every dog that we bring in. So it, it is, it's really nice uh, to be able to, uh, to do something like that. And mm-hmm. I always urge adopt, don't shop. I, I, I yeah. really, I really, really do. Cause there's tons of dogs, especially we get a lot of the ones through our rescue from, from North Carolina and South Carolina because there's so many dogs down there and uh, mm-hmm. we've saved a few from uh, kill shelters and uh, they're, they're tremendous dogs and they've got the great homes. And uh, so always just consider that, but yeah, yep. this is a, this is a, a giveaway and the sponsor that hits home you know, for the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool sponsor. I'm excited to kind of be a part of, um, like I said, I don't know if I mentioned they make candles. That's yes. Yes, so I'm, I'm trying to work with them to make more, nerdy candles or like yeah it's just more almost like uh like we could do like rpg a, candles like dank dungeon type candles we could we could do like a like a halloween villainous one and it could be like uh a, like an apple oh, like, a, like an apple sent it and it could be the evil witch i gotta get aaron on the phone Dude, that's it we my, did it it's going off <laughs> I, there's so many dr facilier one like we can oh blue a blue hades one that would be perfect and it smells like the underworld or Or, yeah (laughs) so so like i said that's it's a really really cool candle company that's close to my heart um and aaron reached out to us the girl who runs it and said that she wants to be a part of our team and i said sure why not we don't have a sponsor so (laughs) please help us out um and she so she donated because her husband loves Magic the Gathering. No way! Yep, yeah, he's a huge Magic the Gathering nerd from back in the day. He has, like, beta cards. Like, old... What? That's crazy. Yeah, like, old cards from, like, the first and second set. Like, he doesn't play it anymore. So she donated a box of the uh, the booster box of the new set. So the booster box comes with 10 packs of cards, dice, pretty much everything you need to play. If you're a new player, wow. you can jump in. So I promoted that game and the set this is the perfect giveaway for you guys holy crap okay so and there's uh, more there's what there's all right i'm not trying to sell it here i'm being serious <laughs> he didn't tell me i knew we had a giveaway he did not tell me what was in it holy crap. holy crap so that box has to be at least a 40 dollar value she's also throwing in because of the set being dungeons and dragons a dungeons and dragon starter book the how to play kind of guide so we can't win this, right? No. <laughs> no, it defeats the integrity. <laughs> I was going to say... Uh, no, like know. I said, I have the books. If you want to come over and read them, go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But so this is... That's, dude, that's incredible. And there's more. Dumb. All right. It's also a candle. <laughs> like a, right. a, a rescue wick candle that smells like library books. <laughs> really? So it's perfect for the ambiance of playing. There you go. You, you, your team encounters it just a monster seems... in a library. It seems like the perfect giveaway for a match the gathering friend night, or if you're starting out, uh, that's really, really cool. How can, uh, how can the good people win it? 
So the reason I'm bringing it up on here is because if you've gotten this far in the episode, you're probably a listener mm-hmm. or fell asleep and left the, <laughs> the podcast running. And I really want the listeners to win. Yeah. So I'd rather you get an advantage over when Just we throw on Instagram. Yeah. So we all know how the game works. We are going to put it up on Instagram. We're going to say, hey, share, follow, and we're going to get more eyes on our page to get more ears, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, your ears are already here. So I want you guys to be able to get the first dibs. So if you message us on Instagram, uh, shoot us a message, say, hey, I heard about the giveaway. Uh, let's think of like a code word. Uh, Hades. Hades. Yes, Hades Shoot me Hades. Just say, hey, I'm a listener. Uh, Hades. Um, tell your friends. I don't care. Tell your friends, hey, Hades. <laughs> Just yeah. message us on Instagram. Uh, we do. If you don't have Instagram and don't follow us, we do have Facebook. We don't use the Facebook as much, and but we we're are on there. and we're active on Twitter. Uh, we're active on Twitter, <clears throat> and then we also have an email. The email is gatewaygamerspod uh, at gmail.com. So just reach send, out to us and just send in the subject line Hades, and you're good. Yeah, and yeah, your, I guess send your name too, so we know who you are. Yeah, just reach out. Um, that'll give you five, I'll say, chances to win. And are we going to announce it on here or on Instagram? On Instagram okay um yeah so however you reach out to us we'll reach out to you if you yeah. win and like and i said i, I want to i'd rather a listener yeah no, that's an awesome giveaway that we definitely want uh some of our listeners one of our listeners to win we also need to come up with a term for our listeners i don't know like the gatewayers <laughs> no, i'll just cut that just don't even <laughs> how about just our listeners and if you have reached out to us and i appreciate it we've yeah. gotten great reviews yeah. Um, on apple and i mean if you're a listener if you're you have telling no your idea f- how much that means to us like it, it really does um i was just getting ready to make a joke about hey if you're telling your friends to comment hades tell them to leave a review too uh but these reviews have been so genuine and and, and really blowing us away and uh, we say this all the time me and brian say it all the time we do this because we like it and mm-hmm. to know that other people are enjoying it just you know it it brings a tear to our eye like i don't like yeah. being serious like we he'll send me screenshots of, of our newest reviews and we're always just like just really just blown away about just somebody taking the time but also being so thoughtful in what they have to say mm-hmm. yeah there's some really good ones on there like yeah or i'm just like wow that's nice like it mm-hmm. is sometimes we are we it does seem like we're just screaming into the void at each other <laughs> so if someone else is listening it is kind of nice but like i said hades uh shoot us a message on instagram twitter facebook or the email and like i said you guys kind of got first dibs this episode goes out friday 13th spooky scary and we picked villainous perfect perfect so message me then we're not announcing this giveaway until after episode 10 okay it'll be in our 11th episode kind of for the non gatewayers as you'll call them (laughs) um and even then it won't be five admissions for them. So you literally, and I'm not going to redirect anyone to this episode to be like, hey, there's a secret stuff in there. Nothing. So you guys have first dibs, our loyal listeners. Like I said, shoot us Hades. And uh, where can we find RescueX? Are they just at RescueX on Instagram? We have the Instagram. They have their website. I think it's just RescueX.com. Funny thing about Erin is she's an attack dog. So she found out somebody was using 
rescue wicks to sell their own candles. So hers is wicks like a candle, W-I-C-K-S. They were using rescue wicks, W-I-X. They had an Instagram with that, but like their subtitle was like rescue wicks as if it was her company. Wow. She bought their domain. (laughs) (laughs) She bought rescue wicks with an X. That's incredible. And had her. And had it redirect to her website. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. That's so a baller Aaron, move. Yeah, so she's she's an attack dog. Um, <laughs> uh, check them out on Instagram. We're going to push to her page when we mm-hmm. actually promote it on the Instagram. Um, but like I said, you guys don't have to do all the hoops that you have to jump through for Instagram. First dibs. Yeah, you got first dibs. You're our friends. Yeah, you are. We love you. <laughs> we do just keep leaving us those reviews um all right anything else to plug before we go nope that's it like i said hades you get a booster box of magic the gathering which is 10 packs a pair or not a pair but a 20-sided die uh, it has shiny land cards if you know anything about magic you know that's fun it has everything you need to play so like i said if you're a noob to magic this is something free um, and then you got the book, Dungeons and Dragons book. If you don't play Dungeons and Dragons, again, I don't play it a lot, but I love looking at the books. Beautiful book. I think it's MSRP is like 50 bucks. This is not so, this is a nonsense giveaway. giveaway. However, I will say caveat, because we do have a lot of listeners outside the U.S. We will not ship outside. This is just a U.S. giveaway. giveaway. We will have... It's European a big, giveaway. It's a big giveaway, to be fair. It's a big giveaway, and that costs a lot of money to ship, and we are yeah. not millionaires. So I, I have family in England. We will do another giveaway just for Europe. How about that? Yeah. So That's hi awesome. to Simon, my I cousin in England. Not listening. <laughs> a shout out to Simon. So I will have him buy something, and we will ship it out through there. We do. I do want to have a giveaway, because surprisingly, we can see our stats. We have a lot of European listeners. Yeah. I didn't. First off, I didn't know that. I. You know how hard I looked for the European copies of Harry Potter. Very yeah, hard. Yeah, I got my cousin. Yeah, I could just have them, ship them all over. <sighs> we need to talk off here. Yeah. Uh, all right, but, uh, and I'll that's just. It. This episode was a lot longer than we planned. Yes, it was. This was supposed to be a mini episode. Uh, so just real quick before I go, previously recorded as always, uh, go check them out. I have uh, next week by the episode time this episode comes back, comes out, I'm doing a really cool deep dive into who Shang-Chi is. Uh, it will just be just me, but it's kind of giving you an overview of who he is before the film. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And then I will plug Harry Potter and the Half Junk Podcast. Check them out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Thank you so much, Gatewayers. Yep. Talk to you later. Don't worry. down at my table. But your mind's at ease. If you relax, it will enable me to do The cards will tell The past, the present, and the future as well The cards, the cards Just take three Take a little trip into your future with me Now you, young 
found myself on my mother's side. Your lifestyle's high, but your funds are low. You need to marry a little honey whose daddy's got dough. Mommy and daddy cut you off, huh, playboy? Now y'all gotta get hitched, but hitching ties you down. You just wanna be free. Hop from place to place, but freedom takes green. It's the green, it's the green, it's the green you need. When I looked into your future, it's the green that I see. Now you little man, I don't wanna waste much time. You've been pushed around all your life. You've been pushed around by your mother, by your sister and your brother. And if you were married, you'd be pushed around by your wife. Shake my hand, come on boys, won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? <laughs> Can blame my friends on the other side.